Welcome back. We're at episode 51 of Spinal Tap Minute, the podcast where we analyze, scrutinize, and Stonehenge wrong size the movie This is Spinal Tap, one magnificent minute at a time. I am Heidi Bennett of HeidiBennett.com. And I'm Sean German of Five Minutes of Mime.com. And once again with us, our special guest is illustrator and artist Ben Walker Story. Hello. Hello! Oh, I've got such a crick in the back from the couch. Jeez. That was a mistake. I'm sorry. We probably should have warned you about that. Yeah. That's a one lumpy couch. Lumpy couch, yeah. But but thanks for hanging out through the weekend and, and coming back for uh, for this glorious Monday show. It's uh, It's actually Memorial Day as people are listening to this. And I'm thank you for spending your Memorial Day with with us and with Spinal Tap. And we're here to talk about Minute 51. And Minute 51 starts with David and Janine uh, discussing the issues with Smell the Glove. We end with uh, David uh, suggesting a new direction for the band. And in between, we find out that the album was mixed wrong. From audio engineer Janine, kind of <laughs> chiming in her... Her two cents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's tough. I I uh, we, we've talked about Janine before, and I, some people are are a little more negative on <laughs> on her than than others. And I generally on the less negative side. I think she means well, mm. but I think this is a mistake at this point. Whether you know whether there are issues with the album mix or not, it's out. It's in the stores. It's done. It's not going to do any good bringing it up at this point to to talk about how the album was mixed. I got to say, I hate her. (laughs) I hate Janine. Have you ever ever been like, I don't know, I was with somebody for a long time that would make that that face. You know the face that she made like when they they were asking about her relationship with uh, Nigel? And she, she's like, oh, yes, you know, about the great love and everything. But she's yes. making that glowery, yes. like, squinty yeah. face over it at David. And it's like, ugh, I hate, just like, ugh, the dark cloud over your head, you know? Yeah, no, it's it's um, really intense, her seething face. That, ugh. So were you going to say, have you dated anybody like that before? Or had friends or acquaintances that were... Well, I'm just gonna assume. I'm just gonna assume that these people aren't gonna listen or anything. But I was married to that person for like 13 years. Oh wow! Well, no wonder you have such a visceral reaction. Just that that thing where like you're at a party and you make a joke and it's like off color, but everybody at the party laughs, so it's cool. Except then you look at her and she's making that face and just shaking her head at you. Uh, You embarrassed me. Who's yeah, that? that's rough. I, I very briefly dated someone so briefly that, I mean, nobody really barely ever saw us in public. But, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, like we dated for a few weeks and he didn't do that, but he definitely had that. He was acutely aware of how other people might judge him or I. And it was it was distracting and hard to be myself and to relax and just 
be me around him because I felt like he was always judging the situation. It was super then, uncomfortable. Then you're on the eggshells, right? Yes. Walking on the eggshells. Yeah. So we don't need anybody like that taking over as manager. Right? <laughs> no. no. And I noticed here too, is that she's like doing this little massagey grip to David's bicep kind mm -hmm. of. And that even feels like, here I am. Right. Like, don't forget that I'm here. Don't forget that I said it should have been in dub doubly. <laughs> doubly. Yeah. That's interesting because I take almost the exact, not the exact opposite, but I had a much different take hmm. on the physical interaction between David and Janine, and, and and I've got some more things to say about Doubly, but I want to uh, kind of address you, that that remark or that observation, Heidi, because I feel like I get the sense that this is there's some planning, and and this will carry over to the to the next minute as well. What they're what David's going to propose right. that obviously he has materials, and we've we've just kind of jumped to the very end of the minute. Where David is just says, you know, can I have the floor for a moment? I've got something to show you. So he's got he's got something that he's brought to this this gathering of the band, and I get the feeling that Janine and Date this is this is kind of plan. They've talked about it. Yeah. You know, she maybe said, make sure you bring you know bring these papers so you can show everybody. Yeah, he was already sold on it last night. You know, yeah. yeah, and I feel like she's being supportive. So she you know she knows he's got a present and it can be uncomfortable and and maybe and we know he's he's a professional musician he gets up on stage uh for a living but you know that's that's a room full of strangers the lights are in his eyes there the audience is in the dark that's not as personal as sitting around the table in a well-lit restaurant with your friends and associates and i feel that she's being reassuring that that hand on the shoulder on the arm that she does that she's yeah. kind of you know reassuring him that we've talked about this you you know you think this is a good idea you believe in it so you should and you're an equal member you're uh, you know you're a member of this band you should have a say in the artistic direction that it takes and she's just trying to encourage him to present his idea okay you know, that that was kind of my take on it I totally, totally uh, disagree with you, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, That's as somebody good. you know has been with somebody like this, where they're you're the creative, they're somebody who's like there, and they've got this little thing that they want to contribute and they want to be involved, but they're just like really misguided about it, and so they'll like present you with these things, and you're like, I don't really want to do that, but if I say I don't want to do it, then it's going to be like a fight. There's going to be hell to pay. And then you, so you've just got to like follow through even to like present it to your friends. And he's just like, uh, I don't want to like have to do this, but here we go. Cause you can tell that he was like that with the sweater. Remember the sweater that had yes. the, the universe on it or whatever. He, yes. knew, he knew that the sweater sucked, but he's like, yeah. uh, I'm just going to like try to like backpedal and not have to go back to the back of the bus and show this off. You know, he was choosing his battles maybe, but he knows that like her ideas and creativity isn't really on par and, you know, would rather not present it to the rest of them. Yeah. I, I got a 
I agree with you, Ben. And I, I can see, Sean, where you would... And I mean, it's not like any of us are right or wrong. It's just how we're seeing this. And <laughs> maybe, Sean, since you have um, been lucky enough to avoid these types of relationships, it might not be, you know, presenting to you the way it's presenting to us. But yeah, it's and also because it's her... It's her idea. I mean, she's the one that's going, you know, that's drawn these characters that Mm -hmm. anyways. Yeah, I I certainly agree. And then when when we get to it, it it turns out to not be a good idea. And I agree that she's she's coming from an artistic place, but she's definitely making a shift. Like if she was just if she took the the Ben Walker story route of, and I'm going to do my art and I'm going to send it to these bands and, and see if they appreciate it. I don't think they would. No, I don't think, was, I don't think, you know, it wasn't just, with this guy. Yeah. I, I don't think other bands would, would get, you know, she wouldn't get the reaction that, that you've been getting Ben with, with your wonderful art. Thank and the you. only reason no. she, she has any entree is that they're, they're romantically involved. My question is, does kiss, exist in this universe right because if kiss does exist and has already you know been doing their thing for what 10 10 years or so by this point right yeah uh then that's a hack idea to be like oh you you guys are gonna wear makeup if if there is no kiss then maybe she's on to something (laughs) she's inventing kiss okay yeah um that's yeah, because so far there haven't I mean the Beatles, as far as we know, don't exist, right? And some of the other you know, the other musician that they run into, Duke Fame. Oh yeah. He's played yeah. by a real singer, but he's a character that doesn't really exist. So I wanted yeah, to ask you guys about quite, that. Quite quite innovative. Yeah. When they run into the Duke Fame at the hotel, mm-hmm. It's just the one guy, and he's like a solo act, and he's the star, and then like the WKRP guy is like his manager or something. Right, right, right. Okay, I think I caught on to that this last time I watched it because every other time I always thought that they were like bad company, and one guy was just kind of a greasy, swarthy looking <laughs> guy. Right, right, totally. Yeah, he's the manager and does just kind of yeah, the manager and is kind of mm-hmm. maneuvering him through and sequestering him away from any any uh because he does that little bodyguard move like when yeah. they go to touch when they go to shake hands go touch him I, I was like oh okay he's like half bodyguard half manager i had always thought that he was one of those slimy 70s looking kind of bands you know yeah totally he definitely has the look i mean he's got <laughs> the that crazy outfit on that's like zippered Right. Lots of uh, folds and zippers and leather and everything. So he could definitely take that to the stage. Almost more looks to me, I was saying he looks, he's kind of has, or they both kind of have that um, comedian look where they would wear all the leather in the 80s. Oh, yeah, you know? the dice clay thing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but so in this universe, we know there's Duke Fame and there's Elvis Presley. Okay. Oh, and right, I, right. And I, there, there, yeah, there, there is an Elvis in this universe. But yeah, I don't know if there's any other musicians. And there, we know there must be other rock and roll bands because later there, there no no na- actual names or specific names are mentioned. But there is a character who references that they're, you know, he's familiar with the concept of rock and roll. 
you know and he's a fan not necessarily of of spinal tap but he is a fan of of rock and roll and he has some records so but we yeah we don't know uh if if kiss exists if they don't janine is a marketing genius and if they do she's uh yeah i don't know if it's the same thing because they're not quite the zodiac but it's similar yeah it is very similar and i think this seems relatively you know, realistic that this is a universe that's very similar to ours. So we can probably assume that that kiss does exist. And so not only is it not a good idea, it's now it's not an original idea either. Because kiss, because kiss, it does <laughs> exist. <laughs> I just caught on to the, I just caught the line this last time too, of uh, when the, the uh, Air Force guy goes, yeah, we want to get you guys on stage and, and get it over with. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's so funny. Do... Yeah. That's such a great, I can't wait till we get to that point, but we're not there yet. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, we're, we're in Dubly. So Sean, yeah. you said you had a little bit to say about Dubly or Dolby. Oh yeah. So again, I guess along the same lines of, uh, of, of what we'll talk about next minute. Yeah. So she's, she's just wrong. I mean, well, one, it's this is not the time to bring it up. The album is out. It's in the theater. It's in record stores and what they're performing on stage. So it's don't bring it yeah, up. It's a moot point. Yeah. And um, it's irritating. It's not helpful. Yeah. And it doesn't matter on stage anyway. Certainly it has happened. And, and I think we've, you know, we probably know examples of that where you get an album and, and you have trouble hearing certain parts, but they don't, you know, they don't have to reproduce that mix on stage so that, you know, it doesn't affect the concerts. But also this idea of um, of Dolby noise produ- noise reduction, and I assume that's what she's referring to. I'm not, a, a you know, an audio or studio engineer. I don't know if there's some other Dolby te- technology she may be referring to. But for a Dolby noise reduction, that's really for more quiet passages in music to kind of when you're when you're use when you're doing cassette tapes because there's just sort of an inherent hiss and noise in the background on cassettes. Um, Dolby, you know, came up with a couple, you know, a couple of different revisions and and modes of this noise reduction to reduce that hiss on cassettes. But that's really for you know, lower volume or, or softer passages in music. If you had, if you got classical music or anything of that sort on tape, you'd want the Dolby noise production for, you know, heavy metal and rock and roll and a, a band that purports to turn it up to 11. You wouldn't, you know, any of that background hiss on the cassette would be drowned out by, by the music itself. So you wouldn't need the Dolby noise reduction and also that, and she's talking about not being able to hear the lyrics, which is not an uncommon issue. I've actually had a a few albums where I felt the, the mix on the lyrics wasn't up enough, but you know, Dolby again, assuming she's talking about the Dolby noise reduction. I thought she was talking about Dolby surround sound, Mm. like that, that it's the mix is not good. So it's not, it's supposed to be, mixed nicely between mm-hmm. the the left the right the front the back and that you could hear everything you know with a, your awesome stereo system at home you could crank it up and hear this awesome mix but that mm-hmm. that mix wasn't right so that the vocals were lost in the mix that's that's what i thought she was referring to i always yeah. thought that dolby was 
like technology pseudoscience, like it was a big bluff. <laughs> uh-huh. like, there was always like this Dolby button yeah. in, your, in my t- Toyota Celica, you know, right? And like right. you hit it, and it sounds sort of different. But you're like, is it better? Is it worse? What is? It lights <laughs> up. I guess the button lights up. I don't know. I guess. Well, if it cool. yeah, and if it makes it sound better, wouldn't you want it be better all the time? Right. Why would you have a button? No, that kind of reminds me. I don't, and I don't even remember this, but computers way back in in, in the olden days, uh, home computers there'd be a turbo button. Yeah, that would like turbo? make it run faster. And again, I don't know if it actually did anything. Much like your 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 Dolby button on your car stereo, I don't know if it did anything. But if it made like the computer faster, then wouldn't wouldn't you want it faster all the time? Did it make it doubly faster? He <laughs> <laughs> made it Dublin faster. Yeah. <laughs> so whatever she's talking about here, the the mix, you know, if it if the album was mixed wrong, where the level on the the lyric isn't, you know, isn't audible or audible enough, you know, that has nothing to do with with the Dolby technology. I don't think mm. it's yeah. just the mix. Yeah. Well, this is a scene where Nigel's not on stage and he is chewing gum, but he's not, as far as I can see, not smoking a cigarette, which he's usually doing both. Ah. Yeah, and that's interesting because I did notice that uh, Ian is smoking. So obviously this is a smoking restaurant or has a smoking section or it's it's the 80s when you could smoke everywhere. Oh, yeah, 1981, 80 when this was shot? Yeah. Smoke anywhere. Yeah, yeah, so so Ian's smoking, but yeah, that's a, a good point. Nigel is not. But and I like out. his, he's really getting a good laugh out of the Dolby <laughs> Dubly. <laughs> and I get that, like, annoyance, too. I'm glad he's laughing at it. I definitely feel like when I go into the re- studio and record music, and then I want to listen to it afterwards, and... And usually, I don't know if this is the same for everybody, but like at first there's this excitement of like, oh, we nailed it. You know, that was great. Oh, what a great day in the studio. And then you go home and you listen to it and you're like, oh, this is, this is awesome. You know, we, we really got some gold here. And then, then you listen to it later on and then you start to pick it apart. And, you know, then you're like, oh man, we got to redo this or this part isn't working, you know? And it's like a whole experience that you go through you know, with your bandmates, but it's, it's kind of a vulnerable experience. And I don't want to hear jack shit from anybody else about it. Mm -hmm. I don't want anybody else coming in and saying, oh, you know, it'd be, you know, because you're, this is part of your creative process Mm -hmm. is listening and assessing and reevaluating and, and also because it's your art. So you don't really, I don't know. What, what do you guys think about that? I get it. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I, I, go ahead. Oh, well, it's because we had, you know, we had that kind of quiet scene with Nigel and Marty where Nigel's just playing the piano. And, you know, we saw a little bit of the sensitive artist side of, of Nigel. And yeah, here's someone, and it might be different if this was coming from D- David or another member of the band, but here's someone who's not in the band, not a musician, who really doesn't know who's now criticizing their their efforts so yeah i I could see how yeah i I think all things considered his reaction is is quite tempered um, versus what yeah what he could have done 
Well, when you have to be around somebody that you maybe don't think is all that smart and you're annoyed by, and then they say something that proves it to everybody, of course, you're kind of amused, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, totally. So, yeah. So you're all right. Janine is horrible. (laughs) (laughs) I've changed my mind. You you showed me the light. Well, plus, I feel like, and this is just just rubbing salt in the wounds because we just spent most of this documentary with them pestering Ian about what's going on with the album. We've seen all the, all the different scenes where, you know, where's the album? Why isn't the album coming out? Why isn't there more support for the tour and and advertising and everything else? And I think it's, it's only been, it's only been like 10 minutes, 12 minutes that the album's been out, you know, in, in movie time. It's been more than 12 minutes, you know, in, in real time. But yeah, so it's only been, a, you know, relatively recent that this album has actually been out in stores, that it's available. And now you're coming in. You right. Know, after everything they've done just to get this thing out, and now you're going to come in with your criticisms. When, yeah. you know, before it comes out, maybe if they're, you know, if they're, was an issue if you give her the benefit of every doubt that that maybe there was something wrong with the uh you know the the mix or the levels or the 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 doubly um you know maybe they could have fixed it but not now why did you wait till now to bring this up yeah when you have a failure it's always nice to have some excuse for it right yeah to just pile on yeah so it's not you know i'm not entirely over on the anti-Janine side, but this is not her best minute, and this is not no. not her best timing. Yeah, and yeah. I can. She's really, she's really talented at right here, where right at the end, um, where David is, you know, kind of rifling through this tracing paper, and mm-hmm. she's doing her little breathing and kind of looking, and it's like she wants to say something already. She can barely <laughs> hold on, hold back, you know, wanting to like. Yeah. Tell, show and share her <laughs> new idea. <laughs> but we don't get to see it until the next minute. Yeah. Then all will be revealed. All will be revealed. And her hair looks great. Yeah. You know, she at least she's got it. that going on. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it looks, it's, it's, it's the, the, the purposeful accident. It's kind of tussled and wispy, but you know, she spent a half hour in front of the mirror to get it look just right. Um, and I like it. It works. So she basically has David's hair, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Basically. I love when couples have the same hair. <laughs> She's got a few more highlights, and yeah, it's a little bit chunkier, but yeah, it's yeah. Basically we basically we, we assume that they're sharing hair products and whatnot. They uh, sure. they share the do. Well, anything else about this particular minute here for for Monday? I'll take that as a no. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's all I had. We talked about the doubly. Yeah, we talked about the doubly. That's definitely one of those t-shirts I've seen out, out and about that people can buy, the doubly t-shirt in doubly. Um, cool. Well, then let's wrap it up. We've got one more minute. Maybe Ben can go home and... Take a shower, change his shirt, get a good night's sleep, and come back. <laughs> yeah, sleep in a real bed, and then uh, I'll come back tomorrow, well rested. Yeah, yeah. sure, I'll do that. 
Sounds good. So uh, yeah, we hope you all have enjoyed hanging out with us today for episode 51 of Spinal Tap Minute. You can find us at SpinalTapMinute.com and hang out with us. Oh, at the Groupies Lounge and Facebook. That has been pretty fun. We've got, we're, I don't know, we're, we're always getting a, a few new people every couple of weeks. So that's been really fun to hang out over there. And then we've got Spinal Tap Minute on Instagram and Twitter. And um, I think that's about it for me. Yeah. So, so Ben, if people want to find you on the, uh, on the interwebs, where yeah. are you around? Just follow me on Instagram. It's uh, at Ben Walker Story. That's with an E-Y. And also follow my monster brand, uh, Cheap Chills Fan Club, at Cheap Chills Fan Club on Instagram. And that's where I first found Ben was through the Cheap Chills. It's super great. I love all the stuff you do. That's my new thing. Still building it. (laughs) It's, uh, yeah. He, um... You'll just go check it out and 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 see how awesome it is. But uh, you definitely have a, a love for some of the same stuff I do, especially uh, Ed Wood, one of my favorite. Yeah, maybe we can save some time. of that talk for the next one. Yes, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Sean, shall we wrap this baby up? Yes. Let's uh, let's wrap it up. So, until next time, and so say all of us. Tap, Tap into, into America! America. <laughs>